Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Computer. Shit. Oops. Yeah. We're live, pal. <laughs> uh, um, where is the... I don't want to end the meeting. All right, high fivers. This is your boy, high five Tom. After um, some technical difficulties earlier, uh, by technical difficulties, I just don't know how I hit the record button. So you're going to get a little good 10 15 seconds of bonus footage or uh, bonusness from uh, Will and I. But um, per the usual, I've got my very good friend here, uh, Mr. You're Too Slow, Will. Will, how are you this evening? Still probably too slow, Tom. Well, everyone everyone needs to speed up so they can catch up with Will. So, oof, they don't want to do that. Um, how has your week been? Honestly, I'm just still riding the high that Polar Seltzer uh, put out my <laughs> one of my favorite flavors <sighs> again. It is returned, not in bottles, but in the uh, like the ten ounce cans. So I've, I've loaded up on my jalapeno citrus margarita flavored seltzer water yes it is spicy oh it is legit spicy water oh why why will it's delicious you know well i mean i can't talk faith and i are gonna try pickles on pizza next week or on friday so i got no room to talk so which would be the day after this drops but or day before yeah there's some do you like a cheeseburger pizza um, I don't know what it is. It's some. Yeah, I guess they're known for their their pizza, their pickle pizzas. I may have so, seen this. I may have seen this. Um, I'm, I'm all. I'm all for stuff on a, the pizza is a vessel. You know, am I going to run out and put tuna fish or uh, shrimp or clams on it? Probably not. But you know, if you're in Finland, you do what the locals do. <laughs> I don't know. I can see shrimping on, on pizza being really good. More like a white pizza, maybe. Yeah. Um, now I'm I'm pretty sure we've talked about this, Will, but I mean obviously you work in the seafood industry, but you do eat seafood like when you're not working, right? Man, I'm not in the seafood biz no more. But uh I like salmon. Like that's really the only seafood I consistently eat. Canned tuna. Good for you. I eat canned tuna too. Got to be the stuff in the water. Every now and then, there's a, a can of oil mixed in, and I'm like, oh, disappointment. Well, do you like anchovies? They're an ingredient that like I've used from time to time, but there's so much other stuff in there that it's not. Like, I've never just like popped an anchovy. It's not bad. You, you make you make sauces, you make some jigae, you make stuff like that, and you, there's anchovies and stuff like that in it. Yeah. I've just never like said I'm gonna try a straight up anchovy. Hmm. Yeah, once I found out that my mom's very, very, very fantastic Caesar salad recipe, um, the dressing was I mean, literally anchovies. I was like, oh and I like salty shit, so I like an- yeah, I don't I don't mind like anchovies on crackers is good, but yeah, and also frequently in uh ranch dressing anchovies. I can see that. 
kind of taking a, you know, kind of mixing the salty and the the sweetness of the ranch dressing. I could see that. Well, he smokes. Faith got uh, so she got some new book shelves because I'll just have some made for Christmas, but she's got a cat cube in one of the bookshelves, and all the cats hang out in the bookshelf in their I mean, cat cube. That, I mean, that's I'm glad to know the cats are still comfortable. That's where they were last week. So, yeah. So that's our faith was putting it together while we were recording last week. So, um, but will we do? We do have some big news to share. Obviously, we've uh, we've talked to Brendan about this, and actually, I was notified last week. Um, surprising, I don't want to say surprising. I mean, that, that, so, and I know it's been the cat's been let out of the bag. If you do listen to Shining Wizards, but uh, Ring of Honor Reverie will soon be joining Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast Network. Um. Wow. So I will they, you? I guess they just let anybody in. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> you know, obviously they do. You know, so you are officially back on the Shining Wizards. Um, I am. Network. I'm returning to the roster. Yeah, third so, time. Uh, hopefully, this one's a lot longer than the other. You know, the other times, but uh, I mean, yeah. one of the shows is still active, right? But. Is it radioactive? Sure is. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you didn't go through that door. As far as you had me do it. Um, nah. uh, but yeah, yeah, literally last week while Will and I were recording, I didn't know what I was allowed to say or anything. But uh, yeah, Mr. Shining Wizards Matt texted us over uh, and asked if we want to join the network. So I just got to figure out some shit um obviously if you listen to this podcast you know i'm not very good at technology um but yeah we will soon be joining the shining wizards so thank you to those guys and obviously we are not going anywhere um don't get me wrong i did talk to chad diesel uh we are still on visionaries gold media always will be um you know they are family vgm vgm uh yeah so you'll hear uh some uh some new additions here on uh, the Ring of Honor Reverie, but um, you know what? Maybe we'll do. Fuck it. Maybe we'll just do a, a block of ads for you know VGM too. So, um, but yeah. Listen, we are. I mean, yeah. Nothing. Nothing's gonna change with the podcast. Well, I shouldn't say nothing's gonna change, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. So, there's gonna, gonna be ads real- unless you send us a monthly payment of five thousand. Dollars, then you can get the show ad free. That's I like. That's a good gimmick. Yeah, if you don't want to hear the Shining Wizards ad, just send us five thousand dollars, and we will send you a ad free episode. If not, just get your just get your thumbs ready. Yeah, so your stretch. You don't want to pull nothing. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got some some big things coming up. We got some more watch alongs coming up. Um, you know, we've got some some guests, some more guests coming up. Uh, speaking of Shining Wizards family, uh, Mr. David Henry Bauer III will be joining us in a couple weeks for Ring of Honor oh, Reverie. Yeah. Uh, it'll be good to have the four of us not necessarily in the same room, or three of us uh, not in the same room, but, you know, same conference call. So, considering I met DHB3 probably about uh, 90 minutes after I met you. Yeah. So, But um, he's he's slept over at your house. He has, yeah. He's been to Wisconsin. He's he's met my cats. He's he's had he's, dinner he's, with my mom. Wow. Yeah, not just my mom. I mean, my mom came over, but yeah. Hey, you know, I'm sure your mom is a wonderful woman. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you know. Now she says they you know, don't need prob- it. Yeah, it's it's probably nothing, nothing weird like what uh Tony's mom and Kevin Rogue have going on. But <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. You know, especially considering you know, you know um, Mrs. Rogue. And well, I mean, yeah, JJ Rogue as uh as myself definitely I'll kick his coverage when it comes to marriage. So his wife is a sweetheart. So as advertised, um. Well, I've got a random question. I didn't even discuss this with you in pre-production or anything, but this is something that's actually come up like two, three times in the past couple of weeks. What is your feeling on people that back into a parking space? And why is this the, a thing that people are angry about? I, I am really, I'm a backer-upper, by the way. I, I didn't know people were upset about it. I didn't either. I, but my backing into park, it's not my default thing to do, but I am there are plenty of situations that would arise where it's like, I'm going to back into this parking spot because it's going to be more lucrative later. Yeah. I mean, I technically, don't... if you parallel park, you're backing into a parking space. Yeah. Um, You know, and a lot of times I said, I will try like, you know, find a spot where I can drive through. So I don't necessarily have to back up. Right. Cause you um, don't want to back out into the traffic. You want to, yeah. to pull through. I, I don't your, understand. Your sight lines, in theory, are better if you're pulling out. You're supposed to technically pull out. Not yeah. just then, you know, in the parking lot. Not just yeah. then when you're leaving the parking space. Yeah, I, I, I don't get the, the vitriol of people that back into a parking spot. I, I, don't, I, I don't get it. Um, I've got a friend of mine, that, you know, he's a delivery guy. And he was like, why do people back up? I'm like, well, don't they teach you that when you deliver it? You're supposed to back up? So... Because when I was a utility line locator for a month, they were very, very, very strict because we're driving company vehicles. Um, yeah, they were very strict on that. But in plus being a former EMT, you know, a lot of times I had to get in my car and I had to fly out of somewhere and I don't want to create more patients. So I just back up so I can see things. And that's weird, you know. And I, didn't, I didn't realize this was a, a burning issue for people. I didn't either. I just was, I like, I had my. My, my buddy Josh, as you can hear on uh, the showcases, uh, we did a great showcase of the 1955 movie Rafifi. Um, cheap plug for myself. But yeah, I was like, he's giving me all his shit about it. I was like... And then I saw like a couple posts on Facebook this week. I was like, what what's wrong with you people? You know, plus, I mean, I mean, my mom got hit by a car by somebody backing up in a parking lot, so I'd be an asshole if I didn't pack into a parking spot. So, I don't know. Just random thought, Will. So high fivers, uh, let us know your thoughts, um, you know, and if you're against it, well, then just tell us your thoughts on why you're wrong. So, not gonna lie, Tom, we got a we had a bit of a nor'easter up here, and it, it probably would have been better weather to have left the wipers down to to throw back to earlier conversations, because the snow was so heavy that if it slides the wrong way, it probably could have taken a wiper out. Oh, which I which I have done before. Really, not really? mine on on not my not on mine on Brittany's yeah. car. Then I went to work. And said, by the way, one of your wipers is broken. Talk to you later. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I don't know. I the, the cons. Are, I mean, that'd be really you've had really broken a wiper. So because it gets so wet and heavy that when it slides down. It catches it and it like it'll it'll snap it off. I snapped my snow brush 
I can see that. Trying to pull all the snow off my car this morning. Um, hmm. There was a lot of it. Yeah, a lot we of, get a lot of a lot of wet snow. Some places didn't get it as much. Like there's, you get the anomalies in a couple towns over. Where people are like, oh, some parts of this town got over a foot, and they're like, I didn't even get like four inches like accumulated in my driveway. But we had a. I drive a Subaru Impreza, and the snowbank in front of my car was up to the headlights, and the the accumulation between cars was level with the bottom of my door. That's still a chunk of snow. It, there was there's a lot of it. They yeah. they, they cleaned up really well because it was like forty degrees today too. But there there's still a lot of snow on the ground. Dude, I I you know this is not any kind of you know political statement or anything, but this has been a weird fucking winter. I don't ever remember a winter where we get a foot of snow, it's gone two weeks. We get a foot of snow, it's gone two weeks. It's like happened four times. Um, I mean, are you probably have roughly? I mean, we're we're coastal like where I am, with the right. ocean, not not the lakes. But I mean, we've only really had like three really shitty days of like weather yeah. impacting like commuting and stuff the whole winter yeah it's 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 been weird um and the snow we got on the ground from last week thursday is probably the longest we've had this much snow on the ground all winter it's been weird um yeah i forgot speaking of snow uh i did forget to mention that you know i know we talked um faith had a surprise date for me and i did not figure out what it was uh but she took us to a um um, in a church, ironically enough, but a awesome string quartet cover band of Queen, or just a, a string quartet tribute to Queen, uh, by Candlelight. Cool. Yeah, it was really fun. That sounds dope. Yeah, it was. It was I was completely shocked. I had no idea what we were doing. So she did a really good job. I was really proud of her because I mean, her not being from Milwaukee and everything, she found this thing all around, got tickets, the whole kit and caboodle, and. Yeah, we went to our favorite German restaurant beforehand. And I still had no idea what we were doing. So, yeah, but they do all kinds of. Um, I know they do a Radiohead one. Uh, no offense to all my friends that are Radiohead fans. I can't stand Radiohead. Um, I know they have a Taylor Swift one. Obviously, she wants to go see that. They've got a couple other ones. So, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, and of course, you know they played "We Will Rock You," and you know, of course, everyone's you know chanting along and everything. So. Yeah, it was a good time. But yeah, I just mentioned that because yeah, I was right in the middle of a snowstorm, so I had to drive home, you know, hit a foot of snow, but you know, well, Subaru drivers, we ain't gotta worry about shit like that. So our car, car handles really well in the snow. So how's your car with the all, all wheel drive pretty good and everything, I assume? Yeah, I mean my my other cars weren't bad. My like my Civic didn't do too bad, but because like my I have the all wheel drive, but the Impreza still isn't that tall. Yeah. Like I got I put snows on mostly because I was gonna be driving with my brother in the car. But I mean I really haven't really needed them this year. Yeah. <laughs> I put them on like two weeks ago and in like another two weeks I'll probably take them off. Yeah, it's supposed to be yeah, it was forty five today here and then it's supposed to rain tomorrow, so be interesting time for the weather so 
But, uh, Will, we do have another question of dishonor from our good friend, Mr. Brundon. Um, and uh, would you mind reading off said, uh, said question? Because I have my phone charging in the other room. Yes. Uh, sorry, so, I should say that better. At Irish Misfit on the Twitter said this week he wants to know what he says what other podcasts are in the weekly rotation. Spoiler, Brendan, I don't listen to this podcast. I'm a terrible co-host. <laughs> don't uh, I don't, what other I don't podcasts, listen I don't listen to this either. What, what other what podcasts are in your regular weekly rotation? And uh which ones did he have? So uh I know our Brendan brothers are our brothers. wizards. Yep. The Mark Order. Yep. Turnbuckle throwbacks. Nice. Year of Duke and Rogue. Ah, I'm a little so behind on that one. It's like three quarters of the Wizards uh, network. Yeah. He mentioned uh, the Prancing Pony, hmm. which is a read along and a deep dive into the world of Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. Hate to be into that. It's and called Prancing Pony? It's called The Prancing Pony. What do Prancing Ponies and the Lord of the Rings have to do with each other? It's the fuck out of me, Tom. I've, I watched the movies once years ago. Yeah. I don't know. I'll still have faith in about that. She likes the Lord couldn't, of the Rings. Couldn't we... get into the book. I tried reading the book. Couldn't get yeah. into it. Too wordy. Chop, chop, chop. Got shit to do. <laughs> Um, and he said, de- depending on the guest, he'll tune into our, uh, uh, the sessions or Jericho or uh, AW unrestricted, dependent on the guest. Nice. Yeah. I I don't know. There's the um, oral sessions just wasn't for me. I don't know. It just seemed kind of short. Um, I do like Jericho's. I know a lot of people got upset because he had Donald Trump Jr. on, but. I don't give a shit about that. I mean, I, I listen don't because I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if Donald Trump Jr. is the worst person he's had on that podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and others, so many worse. So, yeah, Jericho is a good one. Um, My problem, you, Tom, is that Jericho leads you into an interview, but right after this break, now we're back from break. He's going to talk about this, but after this break. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got he's got to get paid for. It. He's got nine hundred episodes in. That's crazy. Um, and I know you kind of gave a spoiler alert to, to Brendan, but it's some of yours. So I'll I'll skip the ones that obviously Shining Wizards, right? They're, they're the podcast brought us together. Um, I also tune into if we want to count these, I do listen to the podcast versions of these shows of uh, slightly something else. Which is from uh, the Escapist, so huh. that does air as like a YouTube super check kind of thing, like Fightful does. Okay. Uh, but I typically throw on the podcast version, so I, I don't ever catch the show live anyway. And uh, going in raw, which used to be a specifically Monday Night Raw preview review show, hmm. but now uh, Steve and Larson they're involved with a they're currently involved with a. West Coast promotion called Action Coast. I think it's called Action Coast Wrestling. Hmm. Out of LA. Friends with a wrestler named Cal Jack. So he's been on the show a couple times. They have a, they have their essentially their version of a Brundon called the Enforcer. 
Yeah. Who also partakes in like their pay-per-view picks and stuff like that. Um, it's, I like it because they're, it's a more optimistic take. Like they aren't really super like down on anything because they want to like still project it to be like, this is all like a positive, like wrestling is still positive. But they've been doing it for a while. They're uh, ex machinima guys. That's where they met. Okay. Um, and yeah. I also I brought them up uh, the last couple of weeks, but the comic book couples counseling podcast. Yeah, I do have uh, that one with uh, Daniel Warren Johnson queued up in my spot in my Spotify. So their uh, their latest was they got to uh they got their 15 minutes of uh, airtime with Robert Kirkman, author of The Walking Dead and Invincible, nice. because their whole shtick spoiler alert is it's couples counseling kind of where they analyze a, a romance or a relationship in comics. So they're going to start doing a four episode arc where they talk about Invincible. So they took the moment to ask Robert Kirkman where he would start as far as the two characters relationship goes in the entire because Invincible's done. Mm-hmm. The show's not done because season two is getting ready to drop on Prime and I'm hype. But I haven't read it, so it was kind of funny. You could tell he was kind of, I think, thrown a little bit. Yeah. Because I don't think it was what kind of... They weren't asking him stuff, I think, that he was expecting to get asked about. (laughs) But it's also one of those things where he's probably talking to however many people. Because it's just like, you get 15 minutes. Like, start your timer now. Like, you got to get, like, in and out. Fair enough. Hmm. That's cool. uh, That's That's a big get, though. New ones today. We're, we're we're kind of in the trial period. See if they get uh, cemented into the rotation. Um, also, shout out thirty seconds or less, or thirty screams or less, because those are those are my boys, Stephen Corey. Um, known those guys for a long time. I do need to listen to their show. Give it a listen. Um, but I checked out the Wednesday Poll List, which is a comic book based podcast. Listen to their review of uh, Dual Power Bomb. Nice. So I figured, I'm like, you know, I really like this. I'll, I'll listen to this. I'll see kind of like how they go about it. Like what what's their vibe like? And I also checked out a podcast that I found called None of My Friends Like Comics. But he's got like almost 40 episodes. So apparently a couple of his friends do like <laughs> comics. Um, yeah. And the latest episode uh, from that show was him and his friend i say him i don't remember the fellow's name because i just sort i just found it today it was a uh, garth ennis's uh punisher okay which if you've read anything from garth ennis it sounds like it's kind of on brand so if you've if you're familiar with the boys and you're familiar with preacher and it's kind of all falling in line with that and some of it's it's it sounds pretty pretty goofy hmm. yeah interesting um okay well i'm gonna i have a lot of podcasts i gotta listen to so i'm gonna try listen i'm gonna answer the question basically that are in weekly rotation uh so these are you know podcasts that come out every week um so obviously every monday night i do my best to tune in live uh to the shining wizards 
you know, obviously, like we talked about, you know, we're part of the network, but also, you know, the, you know, good friends of ours in, in real life and, you know, what brought us together. Uh, and then Tuesdays, I usually listen to my good friend, Mr. Mike Pankow over at the Windy City Slam podcast, um, not just because I do some um, reviews and previews for him, but he has a lot of local Midwest guys on there and does a, a good review of, uh, you know, of, of the local uh, wrestling scene. And, you know, he's been kind of a mentor tour uh, for me with uh, the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup. Um, and then on weekly rotation, unfortunately, View from the Top Rope is on a little bit of a hiatus, uh, but I always listen to them on Thursdays whenever they come out. Obviously, the Brain Buster Boys, shout, and I'm going to go through my, my VGM brother in here, but uh, the Brain Buster Boys, uh, Brett and Beaumont, just celebrated their 100th episode. Um, it was a four-hour extravaganza. Unfortunately, I was not able to tune in. Um, but yeah, good good personal friends of our, uh, ours, and Brett's coming on uh, next week, so that's going to be awesome to have him, so you guys get to, to meet him. Um, but then uh, Bill, Zach, and uh, my boy GCB over at Band from Ringside, um, listen, I know Eric, our good friend, Mr. Eric Freed, is a new listener to them. Uh, Will, I definitely recommend those guys are uh, hilarious. Just a fun take. And uh, JCB is one of my my favorite, um, another good friend in real life, and I'll see him this weekend. Um, and then on Sunday night, walk, walk night, uh, Graham and Matt over at uh, the Good Cop, Bad Cop. Uh, but Friday also, uh, cheap plug for myself, I did have my good friend, Mr. Travis Tubasing. Of the Wrestle Special, another uh, um, podcast I think you guys should listen to. Travis um, has a very unique take on wrestling. He just does weird, outlandish shit and kind of mixes wrestling in. I think I talked about this before, like one of my favorite episodes. He did uh, one of those Choose Your Own Adventure website things uh, for wrestling. That was a lot of fun. He had like a 12-part series. Uh, But one time he did like a Google Translate um, where basically he just uh, stuck a, a famous wrestling promo into Google Translate, um, translated it through 10, 11, 12 different languages and saw what happened on the other end. Um, so shout out to Travis. Um, obviously, Turnbuckle Throwbacks, um, you know, shout out to Phil. I'm actually going to have Phil on uh, the Chopping Up series tomorrow. Uh, so that may drop the same day as this. I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, Phil's been, you know, uh, um, a big influence for me. Um yeah, there's there's a there's a shit ton. Um and I go the ones I'm subscribed to. I may not listen I listen every episode, uh, but maybe not weekly, but my good friend Mr. Jimmy Ferrari at the Mission Statements, formerly the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Uh, I do listen to American Loser, uh former members of the Shining Wizards Network, but we'll let that go. Um uh this is Hardcore Ooh. Podcast with Joe Holt Hardcore. Um that's a good one. Uh it doesn't come out weekly anymore. Uh, with the Broad Street Breakdown, which is how Phil and I met and how I got to the Wizards. Uh, I listen to everyone their episodes. Um, I do want to shout out my good friends, uh, Ryan and Terry over at No One Likes Us, although they are a bit of a break. But, um, and the podcast, or the Josta podcast, whenever those comes out, Jamie Josta. So shout out um, to his Milwaukee Metal Fest that he's putting out, um, even though I'm not going. Um, wait, but that's an our story itself. And what am I missing, Will? I know I'm missing a couple of them. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Richie Crutch over at um, Post America Podcast. The podcast that kind of started also. Um, yeah, I got a lot in my rotation. That's a good thing working from home. So I, I was going to say, I'm more impressed you have time to fit all these in. 
Yeah. So, I mean, well, you know, the, the first ones were our, our weekly, you know, and those do, I do have like a set schedule. I listen to those. Um, but yeah, working from home, you know, and plus anytime I'm out and about, I've got my iPod on. So like I go to the grocery store, I'm listening to a podcast, you know, I'm driving to the bank. I'm going to listen to a podcast. So um, do, you, do you listen to stuff while you're like in the grocery store? You are on yeah. with headphones. in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't want to talk to you. I hate people like you. <laughs> Yeah, I just, you know. I go like, hey, buddy, I want some fucking Bisquick. Get out of the way. Well, I mean, I got the I only got the one headphone in, so I know what's going okay. on around me. Okay, that's that's fine then. Oh, yeah, no, I'm all, yeah, like, I, I've been, you know, I've been mugged enough where I am always making sure where my surroundings are. So, yeah, whenever I'm out in a bar, I only have one earplug in. Um. So, yeah, I'm not that guy. I've I've had more than one customer come up to a counter and just start like pointing at stuff because they don't want to take their headphones out and actually like no talk to me or if I try to say something to them they like hold their finger up at me it's like I will I'm jump t- this counter <laughs> yeah no 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 yeah I'm totally not that guy like if I'm going to the bank like I'll listen while I'm in line but even if I've got the one in I'll take it out while I'm in the line you know or um at yeah. the at the you know just as a courtesy yeah no I'm not that fucking guy. Good. Um, we, we could have we could have had beef on this podcast. We don't want that. Yeah, I mean, and I do listen to it, so I don't actually have to talk to some of the Mongols you see at the grocery store. But um, yeah, yeah. Not so lucky. So, um, yeah, that's really uh, the the general gist of it. So I'm missing a couple of them, but yeah, a lot of podcasts. So, and then uh, you know. Um, I do listen to listen. I do like when Rogan's got somewhat like a, a, a fun guest on. I do listen to Joe Rogan. Um, his are always very informative. I give him a lot of credit. Um, I mean, he had DDP on, so that was fun. Um, uh, there's another one, uh, Tim Ferriss. That's always a fun one. I don't listen to his all the time, but listen to whenever he's got good guests. Like, he had he had Rick Rubin on, and uh, Tim Ferriss is one of those really like spacey intellectual guys, but in a cool way. So, I don't know how to explain that, but yeah. So, I mean, needless to say, I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts, so. So, yeah, Brunner, obviously that answers your question. Didn't mean to bogart most of it on there, on your will, but. No, I mean, you, you've got the time to listen. I mean, and it's, like, I got to get that drive to listen. Like, I usually, I like the Tony Kornheiser show, but now that we're kind of outside of football season. Yeah. That's really the only sport I kind of follow, and everything else is just kind of like, so like I'm not, I don't listen to like every episode. I I used to listen to the Metal Sucks podcast years ago when it was Chuck and God was hosting, and then I followed them when they started their own show that they called just the Metal Podcast. Hmm. But that ended, so you know I don't listen to that either. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and working from home too. And now that I, I just binge watched nine seasons of fucking Suits. I don't know why I even started on that, but uh, um, you know, I mean, I spend three four hours a day at work at least listening to podcasts. So, but uh, you know, I talked about it. Um, if anybody did listen to my conversation with Travis, listen, Travis was a, was a big influence. Him and uh, his buddy Ian had this podcast before called The Knife Edge Chop. Um, which was really one that and the Kevin Gill show and Kevin Gill is doing his podcast were the two really podcasts that really got me into indie wrestling and led me to ring of honor. So, I mean, 
Um, and then Travis kind of they kind of stopped doing that and did his own. But um, yeah, it's like I have like certain podcasts I said I do listen on certain days. So like yeah, Friday mornings the Wrestle Special and and Band from Ringside. You know, Monday nights, um, you know, the Shining Wizards. You know, Thursday yep. mornings used to be you know View from the Top Rope and Chad and Diesel were still doing it. So that that used to be me when I had an hour commute. I had like the schedule. It's like ooh, today it's it, oh it's it's this day. Oh it's this day. Yeah. Now my commute's five minutes, so. Yeah. And then, you know, and like I, I've talked about, I do my, you know, I take my nice long walk to start the week on Sunday nights, and that's that's always good cop, bad cop, and, and Graham and Matt know that, so I get shout-outs on the podcast all the time, like, yeah, Graham say, boy, Tom, you're going to have a long walk tonight, because it's going to be a long episode, so. Um, and I owe Graham a lot. Yeah, Graham's a good dude, so. Um, future guest of Ring of Honor Revelry, too. I think he'll be on in June, I think, so. Yeah, so and now will we've got our own podcast. We do. We 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 spent a good amount of time talking about other people's podcasts. I think it's time we start talking about our own. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ring um, of Honor. It's a TV episode. Don't don't ask me what number the hell it is. What Tom? What number are we on? Seventy eight. <laughs> We're on TV episode seventy eight sixty four. The podcast uh, original air date March sixteenth two thousand thirteen. I don't pretend to be a good co-host. I don't keep track of the numbers. Yeah, you know that's 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 what you got me for. So, um, and it's yeah, and now it's uh they're being dropped correctly, but yeah, we're basically fourteen episodes behind. We had fourteen episodes before we started podcasting. Um, yeah, so this is a uh, the TV tapings uh, post uh, the anniversary show. So it looks like we're not getting road rage episodes. Thank um, goodness. Yeah, so we might put our little Ring of Honor March Madness thing um, on hiatus, uh, but heart crowd. But I do want to point out uh, my very good friend Jack and his wife Tick, our uh, real name is Mary, were hard camera front row like they always are. Uh, so it's good to see them. So if you're ever at an AAW show and you see a guy with a bright uh, yellow fluorescent t-shirt on, uh, that's Jack. So I will see him in a couple weeks. But yeah, it was good to see them front row. Uh, but we'll real quick, uh, you know, the, the episode started off with a quick recap of the main event uh, anniversary show. Uh, when the NWO, I mean, Scum showed up, you know, like we, we've talked about, and they're going to obviously beat this to death. It's their their main storyline, but Scum's tripled in size. Uh, but we start the show off real quick. Oh, I got a Spocus. Hey, Spocus. Uh, we've got every, or most of the wrestlers in the ring. Um, obviously, Scum is absent. Scum is um, scum is banned from the building until further notice. Yeah, till till next week, which is the same TV taping, but whatever. Um, well, I mean, with, they kind of frame that too. Like he said, like the doors aren't going to open until next week. Pretty much, like till we get this sorted out and whatever. So it'll be next week. The people yeah. there know they're going to see it. They're not. There's no way they're going to do a, a block of tapings and not have right. all those people on there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not uh, saying all the people are going to be like. We, I don't think we're necessarily going to see like Jimmy Rave all the time. We might not necessarily see. I mean, I say we might not necessarily see Cliff Compton all the time, but I mean, Cliff Compton does end up sticking around for a while. So I don't know what it is. Well, Cliff, I just don't. I'm not a fan. Well, just you wait. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, and like he was huge in the early years of the Cole Cabana podcast. Speaking of podcasts, and he's got some really funny stories 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just he's just I don't know. That guy bothers me. But uh, we do start the show. Um, I just got the whole roster. Listen, minus Scum and a couple other people, uh, namely Charlie Haas. But we'll get into that a little bit later here. They they and, did uh, specifically point out Charlie Haas right on commentary that he wasn't there. I think so. Um, but I'm trying to stay spoiler free because we unfortunately know what happens here in the coming weeks. But, um, but yeah, basically, uh, Nigel just starts his little speech off with, uh, shit gets, you know, and he verbatim says, you know, basically shit just got real. Um, but you know, shit got enough, real. <laughs> um, they're going to fight back. Uh, no, they're united, uh, because, you know, everyone believes in honor and they believe in this company. Uh, and then all of a sudden he starts handing out title shots like they're cookies. Uh, first, BJ Whitmer. Yeah, because he, the, the impetus for this was Carino saying that right. there are no challengers for Steen. That Steen has beat everybody. Yeah, good So call. I just like, hey, I got, I got some people you haven't wrestled yet. Yeah, um, good call. Some you have wrestled already, but. Yeah, uh, for the first one being, you know, I've um after that awesome street fight, BJ Whitmer, who also has a match on this TV show where BJ Whitmer, um, I mean he beat um Charlie Haas pretty viciously. Uh, you know, and I, I really kind of like this new mean streak of BJ Whitmer, uh close personal friend of uh Mr. Brain uh Brett Burt Brett of the Brain Buster Boys, and we talked about them earlier. Um, but and I was kind of doing some research because we were trying, we were thinking about maybe doing a watch along of BJ Whitmer matches, but I guess he's got a, a pretty decent death match history with Jimmy Jacobs. Um, so yeah, but uh, he's in a title shot, and then Adam Cole, um, he was a fighting TV championship, and even though things didn't go the way Nigel had planned, um, Adam Cole will get a future title shot. Uh, but we also find out that he's going to wrestle Matt Hardy next week, and whoever wins that match. Uh, will be the first contender for Matt Taven the TV title, and then at Super. Oh, I'm sorry, at SuperCard. But uh, like Will mentioned a little bit earlier, a couple guys that had title shots but lost, Jay Lethal and Michael Elgin, uh, they will battle each other at SuperCard uh, to see who uh, gets a future title shot. Uh, so that should be fun. Um, you know, but they couldn't get it done. They'll battle each other for the world title, and uh, this is where Roddy gets a little lippy. Um, and Will, we were talking in pre-production here. You kind of didn't. You thought there could have been more on this segment or this part of the the interview here. I mean, I these segments where Nigel brings out like the locker room basically aren't terribly strong anyway. Like I would have rather have gotten like another match or something instead of having this because this really doesn't do anything, right? This doesn't really like push. The story for it is just kind of like, hey guys, here's our storyboard for the next tapings or whatever. Here's here's what you can expect to see. But right, so so far, everybody he's handed out title shots to have been face, right? Because the majority of the heel locker room is now scum affiliated. Yeah. Or is just not there. Yeah, because really the only heels were really Roddy and Reed Dragon. Yeah, Roddy, Reed Dragon, Charlie Haas. Haas isn't there. Reed Dragon wasn't out there. So really, oh. Roddy's like the only... Red Dragon was out there. Oh, were they? Yeah, just being snooty. 
Yeah, they didn't say anything. We've all my thing is we've criticized how so many members of this roster are incredible athletes, but don't really have a character. They don't really have time to like express a character. I would have liked to have seen more more of a push from Roderick Strong. Yeah. To be like, like, no, no, I want to say what I want to say. You're handing out title matches. Like, I've been winning matches. I'm a formal, I'm a triple crown champion. Like, when, where's my title shot? When's the last time I had a title shot? Yeah. The commentary said was at Defy or Deny. Yeah. That strong wrestled scene. I don't remember that, but that's again because I'm a shitty co host. But I just think that would have been a great. And you could have had like the interaction, right? Because we we get Roddy in action later. Yeah. But you know that could have been the impetus. There is like, all right, no, you want that badge? Fine, you you got a match tonight. You'll sort it out. Yeah. But it just felt like you know, I was just like, no, no, we'll talk about it later. And he comes out later, he's like, oh, we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, Nigel, Nigel, Nigel. But uh. To the climax of this promo, uh, the pioneer you know, references the pioneers of Ring of Honor, and obviously we are talking. Uh, this is our weekly shout out to Mark Briscoe, uh, the National Treasure, and uh, what did he call the? He didn't say redneck. Could he call it white trash kung fu? What do you call it? Do you remember? I think he does call it white. He calls it white trash kung fu a lot. Um, but he's like, yeah. Uh, so Mark Briscoe with his white trash kung fu and his, his shiny. His shiny new teeth or his shiny bright teeth or whatever. Yeah, I thought he's that gotta, he's got to bring it. He's got to shine up that smile because he's getting yeah. a world title shot. Uh, that's right. Yeah, that that was. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but it turns out that uh, yeah, Mark Briscoe's got a title shot at that show in North Carolina uh, coming up at the end of March that Will and I will be reviewing. Um, but then you know, Nigel says the father of Ring of Honor. Uh, we've got Jay Briscoe who was injured by scum in the melee. It's got a separated shoulder. Uh, but yeah, here Nigel points out that uh, Jay Briscoe, if he's up for it, he's got a title shot against Kevin Steen at Supercard. It's in set in stone if he wants it. And Jay being Jay is like, you know, obviously we miss you, Jay. Uh, but Jay's like, you know, I don't care. I'll fight him with one arm. Give me my shot. So we have our main event for Supercard. Um, and then, but if Mark wins in Carolina, does, is it going to be Mark versus Jay at Supercard? So. Yeah, I mean that he's pretty much pre-booking all these matches, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to go Imagine into this. how much more fun this segment would have been if Roddy got more lippy, got in the ring, and then like Jay Lethal stepped up and Roddy just sick kicked him, like just bolted past Nigel and just fucking yeah. cracked Jay Lethal, had another melee breakout. And had some sore progression instead of Nigel just eating up my one hour of TV time. <laughs> um, we we but, jokingly say my favorite segment is Inside Ring of Honor, but you figure between this and the Inside Ring of Honor segment, it's like, like let's get let's well, get some stuff. But give uh, this crowd some matches. Yeah, and uh, well, there is one other segment that I definitely think they could have cut out, you know, and it was definitely geared. You towards... are not gonna say the hoopla. Oh, I might be. Will I guess how? You know, could you? Very easily. <laughs> um, 
Hold but, his balls. Yeah. In the end, though, Nigel, you know, gets everyone in the ring and he gets an empowered speech. He's like, we're not running. You know, so you may be banned from the building this week, but, you know, I'll put my job on the line, you know, to get you back in the building and we're going to fight oh. and we're not going anywhere. So um, I was hit or miss on this segment. I thought it was okay. I understand what they're going, you know, with the mat. I mean, Seg- we'll get to it when the matches. Like, it was segments like this don't do anything for me because we we've seen it too recently. Yeah, he he brought everybody out when he was made match. It was like what two months ago. Yeah, it's like this isn't something you need to bring out the whole roster for. I mean, yeah. that's another yeah. thing. You could have had him just say all the stuff in the ring, and then when he's going through all these people getting matches, could have had Roderick Strong come out and be like. What about me, dog? Like, I'm right here. I beat your ass plenty of times. Where's my title shot? Yeah, and it, and listen, I don't mean to pick nits too. And I don't know if you'd post Oh, no, we're, we're picking nits. We're, 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 we're deep diving a show that came out 10 years ago. <laughs> right. Um, it, it definitely kind of showed you the lack of depth in the locker room with the amount of people that were, I mean, yeah, what, 15 total? You know, at half more tag teams, it was you know, it was it was a little rough. Uh, Matt Taven wasn't out there either, so you know, I don't know. I was okay with it a little bit more than Willis, but I definitely understand your gripes, especially um, what happened later on and what could have happened. But you know, we'll definitely get into that. But uh, before so, that, we I mean, you you mentioned tag teams, so yeah. Well, before that, we do get an announcement. You know, Supercard's going to be, um, quote-unquote, Charlie Haas versus Shelton Benjamin in a no-holds-barred match, Reed Dragon versus the Wolves for the belts, and Jane Steen. But, as Will was alluding to, holy fuck, our opening match. I'm glad this match got, this, this match did get some time, which I was glad. But, Will, we got ACH and our boy, Tadarius Thomas, versus the American Wolves, and the opening match. And boy, did it deliver. Um, wow, I don't even really have a lot of notes on this match. It was it was awesome. It's definitely one of those matches where you definitely don't want to just sit back and watch. Um, I know I kind of bogarted this. Will, Will what did you think of the match? No, it was a great match. Like, it's, it's an opportunity for – because – and they point out, like, you know, these guys are just in the six-way scramble yeah. thing. Um, Nigel's giving them a chance to, you know, try it out as a tag team, maybe see how they come up the ranks as being a tag team because they're both so exciting in their styles. But their first match as a tag team is also against the American Wolves. Mm-hmm. Wow. Go on. I mean, they're not the champs, but besides the Briscoes, I mean. Going straight from the top, you yeah. know, and uh, it was really kind of cool because you got to see, you know, they really did put over how ACH and Tadarius, like, personality-wise are very different, but obviously they're fucking stud athletes, and it was really great to see ACH really kind of get a chance because I was a little disappointed in his showing not what he did um, in his in his match for the top prospect tournament. You know, I mean, I get it. You only have so much time, but 
they, you know, Tadarius and ACH both got to show out, and they had great dance partners in the American Wolves. Um, so I mean, spoiler alert: they didn't, they didn't win. No, their 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 first outing as a tag team was not a success. I'd say they got over though. Team. Well, they're definitely over. Um, they're both incredibly over. I would argue that the two of them each are more over than Davy Richards and maybe Eddie Edwards is. Possibly, yeah. But the Wolves as a tag team is over, and there was no way that they were going to lose to a thrown together tag team. No. Um, but they, they made you think there was a shot. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of those uh, cross body blocks from ACH off the top rope. Uh, the one time they both went over the ro- or over the top rope into the onto the floor. Uh, but t- I I'd never seen this before. But Darius was gonna you know scorpion himself on the apron, but he actually did a handstand. I don't know if that was planned that way. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, awesome match. I I don't even really know what to say. Uh, you know, besides go ahead and watch it. Watch it right. Honor Club nine ninety nine. Tony Khan send us the check. Yeah, uh, tons of athleticism, but you know, in the end. Uh, you know, the, the Wolves get ACH in that powerbomb lumblower thing. Um, real quick, what will I don't know if you remember this, but listen, before that, uh, they got that tombstone kick to the head thing, and Tadarius like broke up the pin. I was, I always kind of seemed like he wasn't actually supposed to. I don't know if you saw that or not, but um, I didn't notice that, but I mean, you know, maybe, maybe this kid's looking to go into business for himself, brother. Yeah, you know. Um, I was kind of upset they did cut out the end of the match, or not yet, you know, kind of like afterwards. Do we get a code of honor? Do we get a you know a cheering for them? I understand it's TV, but uh, will I mean, obviously, the big question with this is uh, match of the year candidate. I say so, match of the year. Can't I mean, at least on TV? I mean, we'll see. I mean, we are like a third of the way through the year, yeah. But, I mean, you figure if you're going to be having people sit here for, like, eight hours and you're going to be taping all the stuff, yeah, great way to start it. Yeah, hot fire. Um, two of our favorites. And uh, and then, Will, the, really the million-dollar question I got for you on, on this one, this match is, would you rather see Tadarius and ACH face each other or team up as a tag team going forward? Or both? I mean, I'd love to see what these two could do against each other. A match between, I mean, as a tag team, I don't know. Because I, I almost feel like at this point, I want to see more ACH. I don't yeah. necessarily want to see more to Darius Thomas. Because we've seen a lot of Tadarius Thomas, but he's not really going anywhere. Yeah. Like he's he, just... he feels like he's, like he got the world mm-hmm. title shot at, uh, was it Defy or Deny 2? Mm-hmm. He had, uh, he had, or no, that was it was earlier. It was, it was on TV. Uh, so you know, it, it's if there was a little more showing that they were trying to use Tadarius Thomas a little more, other than just be like we're gonna put you in matches because you're good and people like you. Whereas if we're gonna start seeing ACH more, I want to see more ACH. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I know obviously we have the benefit of hindsight. Um, ACH has a pretty 
pretty decent career. I don't know how much of it's going to be in Ring of Honor. Um, I mean, he is a Hall of Famer at AAW, so I don't. We'll see. I mean, hopefully, we could see both of them on our on our screen quite often. But Will, uh, the million dollar question is: Where can you order DVDs for Final Battle twenty twelve? Will you used to be able to do it at ROHWrestling.com. Nope, can't do it anymore. So you could watch iPay-per-views there. Can't do that anymore. Used to uh, get all these other benefits. You don't get those anymore. <laughs> you used to get a fast forward button. You don't have that anymore. Yeah, you can't double the speed. You know, did you see my rant on the Discord about that? Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, listen, next time you watch that ad, though, so that one blonde girl, I think she is one of the the hoople had hotties from Cincinnati, so I think. But, um, but next we get B- let's let's. I just want, I don't want to dwell on modern Ring of Honor. I haven't watched any of the new stuff. I've heard the matches have been great, but Death before or not Death Before Dishonor. What was Final Battle was just added. I forgot all about Final Battle because I wasn't even thinking about it. I forget about Death Before Dishonor, and I was there. Yeah. It's like this. Obviously, for the purpose of our show, it's not a big deal. Cause we're it's we got a couple of years before we we make it to uh these these new pay per views. But as a fan, it's like you're trying to get me as I'm going to consider myself a lapsed fan, right? I don't really watch AEW anymore. I don't, no, I don't either. I don't. Uh, I haven't watched any of the new Ring of Honor, and I've been very critical of how Tony Khan's handled Ring of Honor up to this point and the app and all the merchandise, like all the stuff. But if you're trying to hook me as a lapsed fan and you're going to, I have to wait 90 days to watch a pay-per-view. That don't work for me, brother. (laughs) Yeah. I, like, and I yeah. get it. That's probably not him. That's probably like a, a, the, the fight or Bleach Report or whoever. But it's like, you own this shit. You're a billionaire. You shouldn't have to listen to anybody. Um, right, this I did is your program. This is, That's how you get new fans. You got to hook them with the pay-per-view. Um, I did watch, uh, kind of a little side pivot here. I did watch both uh, the first couple matches. Um, and not bad. I mean, obviously, it's it's great having Ian and Caprice Coleman on the call. That's a huge thing. It was great 100%. to see you, Mark. Um, I think they actually have the old Ring of Honor barricades back. So that's a big plus for me. I know it sounds trivial, but, I mean, Ring of Honor was known for those loud, obnoxious barricades. Hey, those barricades are difference makers in matches. Um, huge. Yeah. Not, and then not when, as much as the Book of Truth, but they're... Yeah, and when Ring of Honor went to those solid barricades. I don't know if it was just because they that's all they had when they were doing those tapings in Baltimore. Um it, it lost something for me. So be interesting to see when they, they took those away. But um it was so far so good. I did get to see Tony Deppin on my screen. Uh right, the when, matches have been great. Uh Tony Deppin versus Samoa Joe. Uh, what they're doing with Tony Deppin was great. So yeah, we'll see. I haven't watched all the way through it yet. I got other shit to do, but like I look at the card, like, and there's a mix of like I see matches where it's like, you know, we're gonna get this person against this person. It's like I like one of these guys a lot. 
I have no idea who this other scrub's supposed to be. Yeah. So well, I'm already assuming that other guy's going to lose, and it's just going to be a showcase for this other guy. It's like I want. I'm glad they're getting matches, but I want matches I, I need to care about. Well, I mean, they did defend that New Japan TV title on there, and they uh, did. Blake I mean, Christian and Zack Saber Jr. I mean, that's, great that's, match. That's the hell of a match. Um, Blake Christian, man, really showed out, man. I mean, he he took a fucking whipping. Um, yeah, that so I look at him. I mean, we had uh, Takeshita had a match. Yeah, against uh, oh Josh Woods, right? I believe. Yeah, I believe it was against Josh Woods. Yeah, former guest of uh, the Shining Wizards. He was love Josh Woods. Um, back to our show, Will. Um, next match we've got BJ Whitmer versus God's Gift QT Marshall with uh the barrister on commentary. Uh, the barrister's back from his out of uh overseas um excursion. I talked about a little this, bit earlier. This, this felt like filler, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it definitely did. Um, where's Mike Bennett? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Bennett wasn't out there. I mean, there's only yeah, there's only three heels, so and uh, but yeah, and listen, talking about earlier, so I guess BJ Whitmer's got more of a deathmatch history than I realized. So, um, but and the barrister is growing a beard out for his lady friend, so his lady friends can be his big reveal. I found commentary to be super distracting during this. Yeah, um, especially as somebody who I'm usually doing other stuff while I'm watching. So if commentary like. The fact that I feel like I'm getting more like, oh, you're you're growing a beard. Oh, there, I I might have a lady. Oh, did she tell QT to dye his hair blonde too? It's yeah. like I'm glad that there's a wrestling match going on, but this is the information that I'm getting relayed to me. Yeah, not that I gave a shit anyway, because it's like, oh, BJ Whitmer, QT Marshall. This is only going one way. But once again, um, B.J. Whitmer with those knees, another stoppage. Um, How do you feel about that? How do you feel that that's the route they're going? It wasn't just like a a one-off thing against Charlie Haas. No, I kind of like it. I mean, he's going to be pissed. He just got betrayed by his tag team partner. Um, You know, he's got a history. He's he's a tough son of a bitch. I, I love it. I think it's a nice vicious streak. He, well, he needs to. My thing is, if that's the way he's going to go, I want to see him go that way all around. I don't want you to be like, it's BJ Whitmer. Hey, guys, it's BJ Whitmer. I win matches by kneeing my opponent in the head, and the referee says, no, I don't do that. <laughs> like, um, if he's going to become a prick, I want to see him be a prick. Yeah, I don't know if he's being a prick or just beating people up. But, but even then, like, you can – it's kind of like on the latest Red Club, right? They talk about United Empire. Are they heels? They don't really do heel as shit. They're kind of assholes. They're extremely cocky and arrogant, whatever, but they don't really do bad guy shit. I'm not saying B.J. Whitmer needs to do bad guy shit, but if he's supposed to be, you know, enraged, he's supposed to, you know – He's sick of Charlie Haas. He's sick of Rhett Titus. Like, everybody's going to shit in his Cheerios. <laughs> Be more of an asshole. 
Yeah, that's a good. I never, I never utilize your utilize your twenty count outside. Throw throw them into the barricade around the ring a couple of times. Yeah, go, go slap the barrister too. Why not? He needs it. Yeah, especially that fucking beard. So, and there, I mean, the one thing to take away we're talking about commentary is they brought up uh, Tommaso Ciampa again. Which is one of those things where it's like, are they just bringing him up so people keep thinking about him, or are we actually going to see Tommaso Ciampa potentially closer to like the end of these tapings? Yeah, so I wish um, he gave a really good interview when Lillian Garcia was doing her podcast, but it's his episode's gone. I was like, damn it, because he talked about it. Dude. It was a lot of um, in Ring of Honor, so there's a lot of start uh, stopping and starting. With him, and I, I could see that for sure. So, um, yeah, hopefully Champa comes back. But, but we'll like we always talk about it's your favorite time of the week. It's inside Ring of Honor. Um, it's you know, very somber inside Ring of Honor. Yeah, Kevin Kelly is in the locker room, kind of breaking down the anniversary. And like I said, the highlights and the low lights. Um, make a real quick run of it here. But uh, Taven, be cool. Uh, yeah, we the, we talked to new champs. Yeah. For the greatest upset in Ring of Honor history, it it uh, might be. I didn't. I didn't think Matt Taven was going to win that match. I didn't either. I, I, I was. I did not shocked. think. I did not think they had pr- like they had primed up Matt Taven to be right. But you know, some people need that. Like some people need like that extra, extra. Yeah, to get the ball rolling. You know, and, and obviously we will know what happens with Taven later, but uh, but Brandon, uh, we're kind of expecting you here. Like, I would like to see his opinion because obviously you know more about Ring of Honor. But is this the biggest upset in Ring of Honor history up to that point? Um, right, the biggest upset. I mean, it's tough. I mean, because even at this point, Ring of Honor's got like a ten-year history. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they just had their their eleventh anniversary show, so yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. So, I mean, us not being very well versed pre two thousand eleven, um, you know, and I mean, I didn't think it was that. I mean, it was. I was shocked. Yes, but I don't know if it's the biggest upset. But I don't know. We shall see. I think, as far as stuff that we've covered so far, I would say it's definitely the biggest like surprise. Like, ooh, didn't didn't expect that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, back to back losses too, and then, um. We've got Reed Dragon. Uh, they're the new champs, you know, and then Steve beat Lethal, and uh, but Lethal, new champ. <laughs> Lethal gets on there. He's cutting a promo. He's like, "You can beat me down, but you no, know, I'm gonna get right back up." Um, you know, and he's he's taking on Roddy tonight, so we'll see what happens in the main event. And uh, he'll be facing Elgin at uh, Super Connor of Honor, and the one of that get whoever wins that gets a uh, title shot. And then uh, Red Dragon's facing uh, some mangy dogs. And then and then Bobby Fish cuts a little promo. Um, what do you want to get kicked back in the, the back of your head and then dropped on that same head? I was just like, well. I'm kick your leg out from under your, I want to kick your leg out from your leg. Yeah, I mean, that was just kind of awkward for him. Again, the, the promos, not, not the best. No. Impeccable in ring. Yeah, Kyle O'Reilly is just a little paint by numbers bad guy. 
you know, and then uh, you know, obviously they put the American Wolves. Like I said, we we love Davy Richards. At least I love Davy Richards. Um, but even though he, even though he ducks you, yeah. Well, and he's ducking. That's a good point. I forgot he's, about that. Well, he's avoiding you. Maybe it's because he knows. Like if you actually meet, like the love's gonna be too great. He's he's a married man. He's gotta he's gonna stay away from the high five Tom, the Milwaukee Tom, the Milwaukee yeah. Tom. Yeah, I suppose at this point I'm uh yeah, probably yeah, um the Midwest wrestling round tom. <laughs> round up, yeah. Um yeah, you know, Red Dragons fresh meat for you know the wolves, um Dave Richardson, they're gonna find out who and uh oh yeah, and then at the end of it, uh, Kevin Kelly's like, Well, we're gonna find out who Kevin's you know, next week we'll find out who's challenging Steen for the for the belt. I'm like do they not remember that they just cut this huge promo saying who's going to be the champion? So, um, they need someone to direct these TV episodes, especially if they're going to do it the way they're airing them. But, um, but real quick, and then we get Charlie Haas, uh, separate from Inside Ring of Honor. He's going to face Shelton, uh, you know, but who's going to, uh, you know, they're just calling out Shelton, like, you know, Shelton, you know, I'll be a super card of honor, but who's not going to be there? My ex partner. You know, but rest, rest, be rest assured, Charlie Haas will be there. Drinking his Chuck Lights, blah, 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 blah. We'll just call it irony without talking about anything further in the future. Well, but Will, also, you're... I, I like the, the mention of uh, he might even have a cheeseburger. Yeah. It's going to be kind of cool that we, we saw, you know, a legend be born right in front of our own very eyes. So World famous. World famous CB. But Will, your favorite time. Hoopla uncut. I had to I, crack up. I, I have a feeling that Hoopla was very cut. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I, again, another, so jumping to the end of the episode, would I recommend this episode? I would recommend if you had the ability to jump around, watch the first match. Sure, maybe go ahead and watch that last match. But, I mean, really, you only need that first match. Because it was great. It was awesome. Yeah, the Nigel bit, boo. QT Marshall and BJ Whitmer didn't do anything for me. And now we got this, which they actually put up a parental advisory warning. I'm I'm down with like the presentation of Taven. I would have rather have seen Taven come in and have a squash match where he just beats somebody. Because I want to see Matt Taven get more wins than the, just the surprise win. Yeah, so I mean, he's he's facing Matt Hardy or Adam Cole at Super Super Card of Honor. So we'll see what happens there. My TV champion is on TV and is not defending his TV title belt. He's just kind of whipping out the flap and being like, "Ooh, it looks like a penis." <laughs> yeah, truth with his with his tuck shorts, but uh, I do want to shout out Val Malone, uh, current fiance of one of Tom's favorite tag teams, uh, one member, uh, Miss My Boy, Mister Zach Hendricks. The outlaw of country air. Uh, his fiance was one of the the hoople hotties uh, in in there, and uh, the mouth breathers were definitely having a great time. Um, a lot of cameras being picked up. That was kind of creepy, but um, but I do oh, like my how, balls. Yeah, I do like how Truth put over Taven. He's like, you know, Ring of Honor is a national TV product. And that makes the TV title bigger than uh, the you know Kevin Steen's title. Uh, so Matt Taven is bigger than Kevin Steen. I did like that, but that was the only thing I liked about the segment. What, but what it felt even 
like you could have pushed that further if we didn't have the Nigel bit at the start of the episode. And he didn't just say, here's all the title shots that are going to happen. You could have yeah. just started having people staking their claim like, I want my shot. Yeah. Um, but the biggest question of this match, Will, is how the fuck did Matt Taven fit that belt in his pants? Deceptively stretchy. It was just weird. Like, I'm like, I'm not sure how you got all that in there. I mean, those belts aren't, you know, super, super. You know, it's, it's like the, the videos where they show, like, how many guns a person can, like, sneak in, like, just by wearing a pair of jeans. It's, it's great fabric. I, yeah, I, I guess so. But, uh, yeah, and then Taven, you know, whips out the belt and then the hoopla hotties and then Truth's like, oh, we should all get off and take our pants off. And they cut it off. But Will, you can watch the rest of the Hoople, uh, Hoople Uncut on ringofhonorwrestling.com. Not anymore, probably. Oh, so you didn't go back and find it? You didn't go back and watch it? I, I didn't go back to see if we could find it, no. No. Did you? No. Not at all. Um, also, I'm sick of Caleb Seltzer. Are you? Yes. He's all of a sudden mm-hmm. excited about Truth Martini. Yeah, and that was... Yeah, yeah, he was getting a little creepy. Yeah, that's true. I did forget about that. So he was definitely kind of getting like a he little... He went from being like, ugh, Truth Martini, and now all of a sudden he's like a huge fan of Truth Martini. It's like, what happened? What changed? I'm I'm, I'm over Caleb Seltzer. We, we need to get rid of this guy. So, uh, but Will, our main event, it's Jay Lethal versus Roderick Strong. And when this match started, I looked at the time. I'm like, holy shit, they're only giving this match seven minutes. Um, yeah. You know, and you've got two of your biggest stars. Um, you know, former TV champion, a future world champion. Uh, you're one of two triple crown champions in Roddy, and you give them seven minutes. Um, yeah, it's bullshit. You know, decent match for what they did. You know, Roddy and Lethal do what they do. I did like the ending, you know, how Roddy went up for, uh, you know, his backbreaker and Lethal got him, you know, with that Huracurana thing on a bit of jigger and then turned that into a lethal injection. Um, but seven minutes. Uh, so your weekly Brittany input is his moves called the lethal injection. Like, well, his name is Jay Lethal. Yeah. I mean, it's not a fan. Yeah. This is uh, not a Jay Lethal friendly household. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Unless, unless the kittens decide they want to speak up and say otherwise. <laughs> what do you think, Mabel? Blanche, what do you guys think? Are you Jay Lethal fans? Oh, um, uh, man. Who knows? I was. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like I said, I was really excited the first time I watched this. I mean, I watched it, you know, the day after we recorded. Uh, maybe it was just all the excitement over that opening match. But yeah, this this episode not as good as I had first thought. And like I said, I mean, you could have. Well, it's because you think about it, right. So you think about how it started, and you're like, that opening match was really good. Really good. It wasn't even the opening of the show. It was the opening match. If we had cut or trimmed back that Nigel bit. I would have rather have seen bits where Nigel just goes up to like all these different wrestlers. 
and just be like, you know, hey, you know, I want to, I want to give you a world title shot. Hey, I want to give Briscoes. I, you guys are a tag team. You probably want to get those tag belts back, but I want to give each of you guys like an appreciation thing. Like, I want to give each of you a world title shot. Yeah, I, and you could have built stuff up from there. You could have had interaction between the other wrestlers, between the wrestlers and Nigel, instead of just Nigel being like, "Oh, Carino, you hurt my feelings, mate. You tore up this Ring of Honor flag that you can get from ROHWrestling.com. Yeah, buy some DVDs, please." <laughs> Because this version of Nigel is weak as fuck. There's no yeah. reason a Roger Strong wouldn't just steamroll Nigel. He's like, because he knows Nigel's not going to do anything anyway. Nothing stopping somebody from like Roddy from taking the microphone from shoving him over, be like, "You're a bitch, get out of my way." <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. Um, at least Cornette, like, we didn't like Cornette, but at least when Cornette was, like, out there, he was, like, in it. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't just kind of, like, passive, like, oh, whatever. It's like, no, he's like, I'm Jim Cornette. This is my show. Here's where I'm at. And Ni- Nigel even made a fat comment about seeing him, like, oh, I don't like that either. About him being rotund. Which I... I get it if it's meant to be a joke, but it's like he is leading the faction that laid waste to your locker room. You know, he's swaying people like Rhett Titus, who you're like, oh, Rhett Titus is, you know, he's like the perennial good guy. Can always count on good old Rhett Titus. Well, now you can't. No. And it's like, he's got people like you don't like Matt Hardy, but so it's like Matt Hardy is on his side. Rhino is on his side. Like if you're looking at these two groups side by side, Scum is the stronger group. Yeah. Because at least they're all on the same page. You're gonna you're gonna team up all your random like honor side people. Like what what if you get like a Roddy in there? Yeah. Is are Roddy and Elgin supposed to tag team for Ring of Honor? No, they ain't gonna fucking do that. Mm. Mm. Opening match was great. Yeah, Bobby, definitely carried the episode. Get 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 Honor Club. Message us for our login so you can watch the opening match. You don't have to watch anything else. This this was definitely a step down. From the TV that were that was leading up to the eleventh anniversary show, yeah. Hopefully that changes because this is just like here's the first bit of the taping that we did. Yeah, because next week I mean I think they just announced Hardy and Cole, so which it's a match we've already seen, but we'll see how it goes. We have Scum Matt Hardy, we have Adam Cole who now no longer has a title, right? So now it's like there's stakes. They both need to win because they both want that title. Yeah. <sighs> Grr. Grr, indeed. 
yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll uh we'll definitely see what happens. So I don't know. Listen, I was really fired up, and then I don't on a rewatch didn't hold up. So I mean, even when you were in the group chat and you and uh Brendan were talking about like how hyped her for the episode, you guys both mentioned that tag match. Yeah. Nothing else. That you guys mentioned the tag match. Yeah. You know, and, and to their and to their credit, at least they gave that match some time. That went like a good 10, 12 minutes. You know, you know they, it's it becomes a matter of it's I don't know if equity is the word I want to use, but it's like if you have an hour of time, but only the not even the first ten minutes, if like you know what I mean? Like it's not even yeah. like the first ten minutes. They didn't just open the show up with like, let's just get into a match and we'll do some other stuff later. It's like you only have an hour. You got to sell me to make me want to tune in again to my local TV affiliate. Yeah, you've got to convince me to make sure my VHS tape is plugged in and recording, or that I gotta make sure I'm up at two a.m. to watch the show. <laughs> yeah, here was ten o'clock on Sunday. Would you mean for a Sunday? That that's late still. Oh yeah, I mean I'm out on a walk on Sunday night, so so we'll see. I'm I'm hoping TV improves from here. Yeah, you know they build on that match and they got some stars, but it was yeah, like we talked about in the beginning. I mean the the problem is, I mean you saw the depth of the roster, you know, on that apron. I mean yeah. it, they don't have a they haven't had that big of a roster for the last year. I mean this. <laughs> There hasn't been a lot of change in this roster in the last year either. Yeah. And I wonder what they're booking. Um, do you have any idea when Roddy went to NXT? Because they're booking him kind of weird. So I don't know if he's on his way out the door or not. He's there for another couple years. Okay. I can type, type, type and give you a, give you nah. a date, but. No, nah, I'm just curious. Because he, he still has. Somewhere in the next couple of years, he has a feud with Cedric Alexander. And I want to say you see him do more stuff on like the, the Ring of Honor New Japan shows. Okay. Because we haven't gone to any of those yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'm just being weird. I don't know. It, time is weird. Like, you know, when we started this and I'm like, Oh, the Hall of Fame's like Punk and Danielson, but it's like, oh, those guys were already gone for like 10 years by the time the stuff we're watching is happening. Like, they're already like, we're already at like Yes Movement and shit like that. Like, yeah. Roddy's only 39 years old. Yeah. Apparently, he has an ankle injury. Roman is Christopher Lindy or Lundy or something like that. He was, okay, October 2016. Okay, so he showed up just as I was. Uh... Oh, shit. He was Austin Aries' partner in the second Dusty Rhodes tournament. Take team classic. Oh, Austin Aries. Talk about a man that can't get out of his own way. What a oh. douche. Milwaukee's own. Is he Milwaukee's finest? No. But neither is Milwaukee's best beer, so. 
All right, Tom. Any, anything else we want to we want to impart? No. Yeah, I think listeners? that I think that's probably about it. But um, yeah. Once again, obviously, shout outs to Visionaries Gold Media. Thank you, Chad Diesel, for for hosting us, and uh, shout out to all of our our new network brethren. Uh, over the shining, I'm not sure when this is going to be official. Probably in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's mostly on your boy here, High Five Tom, getting his shit together. So, um, yeah, but I think that's all we got. So I think Will, it's probably time to pull a train to the station, huh? Yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you, know, thank yous to VGM. Thank you to the Shining Wizards. Thank yeah. yous to Tom. Yeah. Thank you, Will. And uh, yeah, check you know check those show notes. You know, make sure to. Follow Will and I on the Twitter machine, and uh, obviously our boy Brundon and Visionaries Global Media. But uh, at this point, I think we are out of here.